As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Strange voice that you heard. That uh, that is not Larry. That that some Larry else. had some serious work done. Okay, right. Yes. So uh, welcome to the show. I'm Chip, uh, sitting in for Larry King without suspenders. Is is our uh, favorite guest host? We say that about all of our guest hosts. That's very true. You do. Uh, Charlie Bright of GoldDerby.com. Hey there. Thank you for uh, filling in it for is, us, Charlie. It is my pleasure. I had a great time doing this uh, last time. Yeah. Uh, back up in Maryland. That's and, true. Uh, I'm looking forward to having another great time tonight. You are you're beyond qualified for this job uh, because you can read. Yes, is, I have the skills for radio and a face for radio yeah, as well. That's true. That's yes. our that's our joke. Uh, okay, Until so Facebook Live ruined it. Yes, that's true. Uh, so today is uh, opening day in baseball world. Yes, it is uh, for most teams anyway. And <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was opening day for the Orioles, and uh, and we won, which is important. Yes, I saw that. All my Orioles fans, friends on Facebooks, were going ape shit over that. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, we should have won in nine innings, but we but we wanted to play a few extra. <laughs> So give the fa- give the fans something. They've been waiting right. a while for yeah, this. Yeah, they got their money's worth. Yeah. Today. All right. So um also it's worth noting that coming up in a couple weeks, we're gonna actually we're off next week because you know there's holidays and things, Passover. I have to drink tequila instead of whiskey. And um Why? Because it whiskey's made of grain and we can't have grain on Passover. But you're reform, aren't I'm you? I'm nothing. But I follow that one. Uh, okay. I well, I guess we that. all do our little things. Right. Plus, it's an excuse to drink tequila. That's true. But uh, it is worth noting that on April 12th, Chip Chat will be doing a live on-location broadcast from Exhale Bar in Washington, D.C. Really? The capital of the sort of free world. It's still the capital of the free world. It hasn't been decimated yet. 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 Although we're holding up a deal with South Korea because... 
fuck all reasons. We don't have to have a reason. We just think that it sounds good to tell people. We still just want those discounts on our Kias. That's all yeah. we want. Hey, I drive a Kia. Don't, don't I know you do. Kia. I love that thing. Yeah, I drive yeah. a Honda, and I love that thing. Yeah, well, that's Japanese. Well, that's Japanese. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a little different. All right, so anyway, uh, so we are going to do a live show. So definitely tune in in a couple of weeks for that. Uh, and before we get there, go to Exhale Bar and uh, check them out. Uh, they're, and, uh, yeah, they're on Florida Avenue, not not too far from Gallaudet, actually. So uh, follow the Noma. Yeah. Noma area. That's what they call it now. Yeah. But Union Market-ish. Union Market adjacent. Oh, no, I have a friend that lives on the other side of uh, New York Avenue from that area. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's, it's fairly good. Uh, go hang out there. And you can uh, talk shit about the deaf kids. They can't hear you. That's <laughs> that's what it's like hanging out in your guy net. Okay. But um, they can read lips. Yes, that's true. So, so just don't do it in their direction. Right. Cover your mouth. Um, okay. So uh, besides Charlie being here, uh, we have our favorite Hollywood icon. Uh, Scott Lieberman is going to be uh, calling in to join us later. Um, we're going to ask him about some stuff that's going on out there in uh, California and where he's famous. And all kinds of things. Um, we're gonna have a stormy Thursday. Really? Well, I don't know. I don't have any. I don't know. I, did, I, I there wasn't any rain on Sunday, but damn, it was stormy. Yes, yes. And, and I don't it. know. I don't know why I'm talking like that because I did not watch it. You didn't watch it? No. Poor Anderson Cooper. I feel so bad. for That, that was guy. my trivia name though at uh, trivia uh, on uh, Tuesday night. It was poor An- Anderson Cooper. No, it was Anderson. Anderson Cooper scores with female porn star. Oh, that'd be a first for him. Yeah, yeah, that's clever. Um, okay. You know, in his in his truthful life, I mean, who knows what he was doing when he was living a lie? Oh, that's true. How long was he? Do- well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Matter. Uh, so we love you, Anderson. Stay proud. Yes, we're gonna have all kinds of stuff, uh, but we're gonna have our regular stuff. We're gonna have list time. We're gonna have rundown. We're gonna have chip chips world. We're going to have Charlie Chimes In, uh, which is a new segment we're doing this week. Uh, we're going to have uh, Dude Seriously and, of course, the Quick Slap app. Love it. Yeah. So uh, now, Charlie, you have to you have to pick a word uh, to pick- do this. Yeah, you just pick a random word uh, because the way this works is one time Larry and I said grab some buds, it's Miller time, and then Miller and Budweiser merged. And we, uh, we, we caused that. So we picked two words. And then we see if we can cause international business relations. All right. Okay. Okay. So I just have to pick a word at random. Yes. All right. Yes. Tell me when to say it. Well, when I say grab some eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, it's electrical tape time. See, that didn't work. <laughs> you just said pick a random word, so That's I did. Right. That's fine. <laughs> it, it, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, you're listening to the best show, the only show, Chip Chat on CoPlay Media. Yeah.
touchdown suspenders is the one and only Charlie Bright of GoldDerby.com. So now we've come to the part of the show that's called List Time. Yes, the List Time. The List Time this week. uh, So this is when we're going to give you a list of some stuff. Uh, The List Time this week is comes to us from the good folks at the Name of the Year. uh, Bracket. Yeah. And so the Name of the Year contest has actually been going on, I think, for like 30-something years. Really? Yes. And basically, the way this works is they scour the world for people with funny names, and uh, you get to vote on them. And they have the public vote on them. They have the public vote on so them. So it's been going on for 30 years. This is going on longer than the internet, then. Yeah. I, well, I guess, guess they probably had a magazine contest well, or something like that. Well, there's like an academy, actually. And you know how much I vote. love academies. Yes. Uh, so you get to jo- – if you're like the right kind of a person, you get to join this academy and vote uh <laughs> now of course there's some internet involvement but they published their 2018 bracket this year mm-hmm. which highlights some great names uh including in the number one seed uh salami blessing which <laughs> salami blessing yes i think that that's meant to be pronounced salami blessing but it's spelled salami blessing. or 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 salam and someone like spilled some ketchup on the birth yeah, certificate right. and made an eye at the yeah, end yeah like nickel bluth Yes, exactly. So um, we figured going into the 2018 bracket, we should review the 2017 list of winners. Oh, okay. We're actually going to go in reverse order, uh, starting with number 10. Now, it's important to note that all of these are real names of real people that have been found like in news stories or in some cases, um, you know, they're... they're... Is there any disqualifying criteria? Like, I'm assuming like... Maybe to even even it out that celebrity baby names are not allowed. Well, they're even those aren't weird enough to make. Oh, this list. some of them are not as. Much oh, as... have you heard? Do you know? You remember? You know the actor Jason Lee, right? My yes. name is Earl. Yeah, Brody. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or yeah, from uh, Chasing Amy. Yep. Yeah. Well, and Mallrats. And Mall, yes, the, yeah. that was the one. I, I yes. keep thinking it was Chasing Amy. Same group. Um, whatever. Yeah, it's basically the same character. Um, <laughs> I feel bad about that. What is his? But, what no, is his? Kid? His kid's name pilot inspector yeah pilot inspector yeah but that that wait that, i thought that was pen Gillette's kid no no that's uh jason lee's uh, i don't know about pen Gillette. oh uh, well whatever that's not as you're gonna see don't worry wait. that's still a batshit name yeah no no question but he is a scientologist so. oh is he really you didn't know that i didn't know that that's, oh yeah that makes him way still as just as funny but weird yeah um okay so uh there were a lot of votes. Uh, the voting public in 2017 voted uh, Boats Boats as the 2017 name of the year. But uh, the people at the site overruled that, which we're going to get to the number one name when we when we get to him. But it's a dude. I'll let you know that. All right. So you want to start off with, with number 10 there, Charlie? Okay. Uh, I like this one. I like <laughs> yeah. number 10 uh, because it also reminds me of someone who – uh, has who's someone who the first name is the, is the same as someone's last name, and the last name of this person actually describes the, the way person you it reminds describe, me of yeah, it. Nigel. Faraj Fardas yes. is number ten, yes. and that is the Fardas is the perfect way to describe, although spelled differently, the same the Nigel Faraj yes. of yeah. UKIP. Yeah, he's he's a dick. Oh, he's an asshole. Um, okay, this one is this the first name is a little tough. Uh, this is number nine on the list. This is Quindarius Monday. <laughs> that sounds like an aborted adjective. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling a little Quindarius, so I took off the word. 
or 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 one of the or one of the uh, rejected names before they finally let, settled right. on Manic Monday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just another Quindarius Monday. <laughs> nah, 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 it doesn't fit. Nah, Try Manic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that better. works. Yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit. Sorry, Quindarius. Okay, number eight. Go ahead. Number eight. <laughs> <laughs> and these are real people. It's the last part that makes this one. <laughs> Andy Brandy Casagrande the Fourth. Yes, which means there were there were three, three more Andy Brandys before that. At least in a row. Yeah, At least in a, row. in a row. That that thing may go back generations. Yeah, that's true. How many Andy Brandys do you know? <laughs> it's pretty good. Sounds like a game that pedophiles play. <laughs> oh my god, poor Andy Brandy. <laughs> if he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I told you these are better than pilot inspector. I know. Oh, these God. are amazing. Okay, number seven. I want to stress that this first one is one word. The last name of this person is Tan. Okay, that's fair enough. That's a pretty common name. Uh, the first name of this person is, is uh, Jeff Rosenberg. All one word. Jeff Rosenberg Tan. Well, you got th- that. That's a compromise name because you can tell this is a this one of the parents is is jewish and yes. the other one is uh asian asian american chinese probably if yeah China's last name. and yeah. you're just like yeah this is this is a non-joy luck club name <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry jeff rosenberg <laughs> Do all people, one word people are like confused like he's like hi i'm jeff or what if it's a girl and her name is jeff rosenberg <laughs> oh god that poor girl yeah it's so funny well look at it this way if she ends up having gender dysphoria part right. of the problem's already solved that's true that's true <laughs> which is not a disorder we want to be clear about that it's it's just you know you're born... i'm just saying if yeah right and i'm not disparaging her slash him because of that he she they whatever yes yes we're, we're fans of all of the various acronyms Okay. Unless you're Caitlyn Jenner, in which case you could go fuck yourself. Yes, right. If you're a Republican, LGBT, blah, 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 then we're not sure who you are, but you don't get to play with us. All right, number six. Number I, six. <laughs> I love this. And you have to be careful to read the last name. Yes, because I actually I loved it based on what I thought I saw there yes, originally. Yes, yes. Number six is Fortunate Sithole. Yes. My guess is that they put Shithole as the <laughs> last name, and the person <laughs> at the registrar's office said, uh, it's not gonna work. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like a rejected I'm license not, I'm plate. I'm trying to lose my job. Yeah, I've I've tried a few of them. I've managed to slip a few past DMV censored. Oh, my personal favorite was uh, I think it was Virginia. A guy had the gay guy had uh, the license plate poofter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like I think like two a couple months afterwards, DMV was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> he's a puff. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one is also one of my favorite ones. Number five. <laughs> this is Chardonnay Pantastico. <laughs> Not Fantastico. Pantastico. Yes. Chardonnay Pantastico. And I think that's Chardonnay spelled differently, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know how to spell, um, so I wouldn't notice. Uh, but it looks yeah. a little funny to me. So, yeah. All right. So, okay. Pantastico. Uh, Pantastico. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, <laughs> okay, I think it's safe to say that all of these were made by people who were high as balls. <laughs> the mother's just sitting. The mother's on the epidural. The father is just stoned out of his fucking yes, mind. Yes. Okay. Is yeah. there any other way to give birth? There is no other way. Right. 
Uh, <laughs> and number said. four, number four is Marmaduke Treblecock, yes. <laughs> which which just rolls off the tongue so Marmaduke easily. Treblecock. Marmaduke Treblecock. Yes. Well, his his cousin uh, Garfield Basecock was uh, was there. You know, well, but he's, should he's it shouldn't it be older. if we're going complete opposites. It should be Garfield Base Pussy. Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's, that's we're just covering all of the bases there. Ah, bases. That was good. <laughs> I'm funnier than I even look. Okay. <laughs> Number three, I like this one. This is Aphrodite Bodycomb. <laughs> Not sure failed, what a, failed line of grooming products. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what a bodycomb is. I don't think I need one, but if I do, we're in trouble. This one is the Bond villain version of Max Power. Yeah, number this two. actually sounds like I want this name. Yeah, I like this name. This is name. a cool name. Number two, Sultan McDoom. Yes. I love it. <laughs> your who? <laughs> Sultan McDoom. What Sultan the McDoom. Fuck your first you name want? your first name is an air is a title of royalty yes. and your last name is just complete destruction. McDoom, yeah. That's amazing. All right, and number one on this list, and this is the 2017 list. Remind uh, to remind the listeners, this this is a real person, and he won the 2017 name of the year. The man's name is Kobe Buffalo Meat. <laughs> Buffalo Meat is one word. Yep. Yes, Kobe Buffalo Meat. Buffalo Meat, of course, is the uh, six foot seven, 285 pound offensive lineman. From Lawrence, Kansas, whose name blew up in February after he committed to Illinois State, uh, Darren Rovell made good and one hopes ironic use of the quote breaking uh, tag on Twitter in reporting that Illinois State signs the best recruit name in college football recruiting history. The Washington Post called Buffalo Me quote the nation's first 102 star recruit. Deadspin dubbed Buffalo, the Buffalo Meat News, quote, the only good thing to happen on Twitter during National Signing Day. <laughs> Kobe Buffalo Meat, the 2017 name of the year. So, uh, Salami Blessing has some stiff competition for the lifetime. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know if Salami is a he or a she. That's difficult to tell. I would really hope it's a he. I, I don't know. Depends how, you know, if it's sliced salami. I don't know. I mean, given Is how baked, given given how baked these parents were when they agreed when they when they decided this, anything's possible. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what we've learned. Okay, uh, do you want to take a quick break? I think we should take a quick. Okay, break. we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Chip Chat here on CoPlay Media. <laughs>
Chip Chat here on CoPlay Media. I am your host, Chip. With me, filling in for Larry King without suspenders, is the one and only Charlie Bright. Hello, everybody. There you go. And uh, so we just finished with list time, so now now it's time for uh, rundown. For the rundown, which is rundown. when we're going to tell you about some stuff that we found in the news. Now, this week there was a lot of news. Oh, there was so much. We're not going to talk about those things. <laughs> <laughs> we found some other stuff that is equally interesting. And also, and, quite quite and, frankly, we're talking we're tired of talking about porn stars banging and just people with as tiny ridiculous. Hands. Yes, uh, although probably more valid uh, a use of your time. Oh, no question. Yeah, no question. So this first segment here is called "Give Me This Right Now." This is uh, some reporting from the fine folks over at PopSugar.com, uh, a dynamite journalistic uh, powerhouse uh, of a website. So uh, basically. You know about chicken and waffles? Oh, come on. We live next to D.C. Right. We know about chicken and waffles. So chicken and waffles is kind of a thing now. Oh, yeah. Everybody, even even IHOP has it now. And especially with the whole brunch thing. Right. So I'm I'm a fan. I love the chicken. City Kitchen uh, over in Alexandria Mm -hmm. has amazing uh, versions of chicken and waffles. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Sweet Georgia Browns has a good fancy version of it. There you go. Yep. Uh, And, you know, there's, of course, Roscoe's, which is the famous, you know, chicken and waffles Mm -hmm. in L.A. Yep. uh, Which we should probably ask Scott about. But anyway, okay. There's something better. Now there exists, this year, during Lobster Fest, at Red Lobster, Lobster. the classiest place you can take a date. Damn right. There is now a new Lobster and Waffles. But it gets better. That it's it, even better than you think. Yes. It is a lobster tail fried, presented to you on a on a waffle. But what kind of a waffle is it? It's a cheddar bay biscuit. It is ba- a cheddar waffle. bay biscuit waffle. Oh my god! And it has a maple drizzle. Oh, this is like instant crack. Who doesn't want to eat this? Oh my god! This sounds so good. People with shellfish allergies are willing to risk their lives to eat this. No kidding. No, like absolutely. who wouldn't? This, this is, sounds amazing. This is amazing. I want this so badly. This reminds me of, and uh, if anyone from Popeyes is listening, you guys need to yeah, make Popeyes. this again. Yeah, Popeyes. You guys need to make. They did a chicken and waffles tenders. Tenders, yeah. With it was like uh, a they, special breading. Yeah, the breading was waffle batter. Yeah, that was so. It was good. Good. Yes. Why haven't they brought it back yet? Well, and if they did that with the spicy marinade on the chicken, because they can do that, they mm-hmm. could have done that. Yeah, but, but I'm did. a mild guy. I'm a mild. Oh, guy. yeah. Well, they don't even go to Popeyes. Shut go up. Go to KFC. Free country. Yeah. KFC is sucks. Well, wait a minute. Don't talk bad about the Colonel on this show. I'll talk bad about the Colonel whenever you want. You don't the, scam me. The Colonel, the Colonel is a is a uh, patron of this fine. I bet. Show. Okay. Well, I I still stand by my my. We protect our advertisers. We have no journalistic integrity on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any integrity no, on this we, show. No, <laughs> we are we are for hire. I can tell you that. All right. So yeah, basically they got a bunch of other stuff. They got like uh, lobster truffle mac and cheese. Uh, Dueling lobster tail, spelled like duel as in duel, not as in two, like Burr and Hamilton, but like duel as in like two sets of things. Like a duo of things. Yeah, like duelies on your truck. Uh, and stuffed tilapia with lobster. But none of that shit matters. No, no. What you want is the lobster and waffles with extra Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh, God, yes. Like, this seems like an obvious. If they sell anything else during whatever, however long Lobster Fest is, which I don't know how long it is. Plus, it's only like 20 bucks. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'll I'm buy two that. of them because 
Yeah, I'm gonna need two of them. Yeah, like I guarantee I'll eat the first one. And your wife's gonna be like, "Can I have some?" You're just like, she's "No, like, you get your own." Yeah, she's allergic to shellfish. So, oh, so I'm, okay. I'm double money on that. That's that's working out well for me. Oh, you can't have it. I guess I'll have yours. I guess I'll have to eat yours. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now this next segment is called uh, "This Italian Ain't Funny." That's right. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, Democrat of hair product. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, made fun of the, quote, rhythm of, quote, our Jewish brothers and sisters during his speech at a black church in Harlem. So, so yeah, so Cuomo, he was, uh, he was, um, uh, you know, pandering, pandering, for votes. pandering for votes. He is now facing an actual primary for Democratic nomination for governor from a qualified lesbian. Yes. Or an unqualified from, it, lesbian. We're someone who's just pulling such a Miranda move. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> running for governor. I want that. Sh- I want a shirt that says running for governor is such a Miranda That's thing to do. Too uh, Cynthia Nixon, two-time Emmy winner. Cynthia Nixon. And two-time Tony winner. Right. Cynthia Nixon. Qualified lesbian. Yeah. Unqualified uh, lesbian. Unqualified according to the uh, the qualified res- lesbian that tried to be mayor of New York uh, five years ago, yes. uh, Christine Quinn. Yes. Yep. We talked about that last week on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I we like talked Christine. about qualified. Who cares? I like her. They're all qualified lesbians. I like Good her. for them. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah, so Cuomo's pandering for votes in Harlem, and he goes to a black church, mm-hmm. and he's up on the stage, and he's talking, and he says, uh, this is the direct quote, I want you to know, as a matter of full disclosure, I'm a Catholic. Catholics basically believe the same thing that fast- Baptists believe, he said. We just do it without the rhythm, but we try. We are not as without rhythm as some of our Jewish brothers and sisters. Cuomo even that was his direct quote. Aye. Cuomo even singled out the offbeat swing of Democratic consultant Hank Scheinkopf, a former campaign advisor who is Jewish, who was sitting in the front row wearing a yarmulke. He said, "Quote: I'm watching Mr. Scheinkopf here in the front row, moving to the music." Cuomo said, um, "He's a rabbi, Mr. Scheinkopf, an Orthodox rabbi. Yeah, Orthodox, ordained in in 2011." He said, "It was ugly. I'll tell you the truth," the governor said. Okay. So, Andy, was, can I call him Andy? I think we, you should. I think you cool should like that. It's the only way he'll listen. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the uh, or if I you know show him some concrete shoes or something, isn't that his thing? I don't know anymore. But that was his father. Was like, no, that that sounds like a Mario? Yeah, thing. that was definitely mafioso. All right. So anyway, uh, Shinekoff. They asked him about some, why he never ran. Right. Yeah. Why he never ran for president because he had a concrete shoes on. Exactly. <laughs> Well, or somebody was going to put him on him. Yep. Um, so the press went and asked um, Mr. Sheinkoff about this, and he basically said, uh, look, there weren't many people laughing. It's, it, it wasn't funny. But I don't, I don't feel humiliated. He said he, he's the governor. Uh, he's not in charge of American dancing, which is a funny answer. That is a funny answer, which is why you leave comedy to the Jews. If I got to say, we, we are a funny people. Yeah. If, if, if I mean, just the names. Jews. Oh, you meant our names. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only a faith that has a root, a common name that has a common name like Shlomo is yeah. just inherently right. That's funny. funny. It's funny. Yeah. We have a lot of those good funny sounds. And all right, let's just be honest. How many like Italian comedians do you know? There's like a handful. Yeah, there's a handful. Most of them that I could think of are dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so Andy, Mr. Cuomo. Your Excellency, what is it? Was the what do you? How do you address governors? I, um, uh, well, in Virginia, it is His Excellency. Is it really? It, it, it is in the Virginia That's Constitution. Too funny, His Excellency, 
uh, Dr. Ralph. Dr. Ralph North. Oh, yeah, you know Terry ate that shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, he you know loved Terry was that. all about that, Your Excellency. All right, so Your Excellency of the Empire State, uh, Andy, how about you leave the comedy to us? We there's suffered. no shortage of them in the state that you govern. Yeah, there's no problem. Look, we, we'll send you a writer. We'll get you a couple of guys to teach you a little bit about timing. We'll teach you how to save a clemp. And, uh, you know, here's one for you. I will give I will give him one. Here's one, Andy, if you're listening, that you can tell. Okay. A rabbi, a rabbi with a frog on his shoulder walks into a bar. That sounds good. Bartender, bartender looks at the rabbi and says, where the hell did you get that thing? And the frog says, Brooklyn, there's tons of them. Right. (laughs) There you go. That's a good joke. That's funny. You can say that it's safe. It's no, no problem. Don't make fun of the fact that we can't dance. I tried to do it in a black church. Is it's like this weird intersection? Yeah, that's not. That's just uncomfortable for everybody. Look, we know. We know. I would have. I would give anything for the audio of the coughing that you could hear after he says that. Like we're all friends. We're all going to vote the same way, but we're not. We don't like align exact. Just don't do that shit. All right, you're going to leave. You're already seedy enough looking as it is. We don't need you to try to be a clown. Right. So uh, we'll leave the marinara to you. And uh, we'll go do the funny stuff. And then we'll see you after the show. And, uh, you know, we'll have a condition. We'll talk about it. It'd be great. But but don't don't tell any more jokes. Ever. Yeah. Like, no. ever. No. Ever. no, no and no, no, uh, no, no, also, no. probably don't say very much in front of church groups. Let's just say church groups. I don't think he, I don't think he carries a lot of weight with the, with the church folks. Well, well, the black churches, though, in, in New York, yeah. Black churches in Harlem, you got to make the effort. Call Reverend Al. Have him come talk for you. <laughs> Clap when he no, points No, but you got to go. You have to go. Well, you you got to go. Up. You, you gotta show, show up. up. But don't don't tell jokes. Not the time and place. Stick to the script. Yeah. Stick to the script. Right. And don't get the script from de Blasio because he sucks at the same thing. He's not funny either. Oh, he learned the hard way on yeah, that Yeah, he's not funny. Poor Lin-Manuel, man. He was like flinching when he said that shit about CPT. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, not okay. So he's Italian. No, too, I will give. I will give this to the. I will give it. Jokes. De Blasio still shouldn't have made that joke, but De Blasio has more of a right to make that. Yeah, joke. he can say a little. Yes, well, it's yes. it's a, the the misunderstanding of 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 that is understandable, because yes, he is married to a black woman, and, and, and his two, kids, and his and, kids are black, and so he he feels comfortable and okay, and that's fine. But you gotta like know your audience and know your audience. And just know the optics. That was know the it. optics. So sucks to you, Andy. Okay, um, this one is called "Why Do They Even Have Tasers?" This is about the cops, of course. Uh, a, a Texas deputy was caught on video fatally shooting an unarmed man who had his pants around his ankles last week. No, that wasn't a gun. No, it was not a gun. <laughs> I don't know if you thought it was, but that was not his gun. A video obtained by the Houston Chronicle shows that the Harris County Sheriff's deputy drawing his weapon on 34-year-old Danny Thomas, who was wearing a white t-shirt at a street intersection in Houston on Thursday. Just a white t-shirt. Yep. Not pants. He was wearing underpants. He was wearing underpants. Right, but he wasn't. Yeah. Tough to conceal a weapon in the underpants. Depends on what you call a weapon. Yes, exactly. Uh, so basically the people filming this, they were like kind of having a good time because they thought, oh, this dude's about to get tased. And they even said it on the tape. They were like, oh, he's about to get tased. They thought this was going to be funny and all over the interwebs. And then like a bus pulled in front of them and they lost view of it. And then instead of hearing the taser, 
they heard bam bam and they shot the guy yep and so the question remains why do they even have tasers because they didn't use them there and that seemed like the prime opportunity of like you know pantsless dude coming swinging his not gun at you that might be the time to tase him and like safely disarm him i just that's what you're into uh i i just put that in the category of i give up right are you you can't give up i i'm just it's just like i I have no words for it okay i have no words for it it's just it's sad it's just sad and I, I, I don't even know it's supposed to be what a comedy to say. show, Charlie. You put you put the I story put in, in there, there because they shot a guy with no pants. That's funny. It's not funny because they shot a guy. It's funny because he had no pants. <laughs> That's funny. But also, fuck you, cops that shoot people instead of not shooting people when they don't have pants on, who obviously aren't a threat to you because they don't have pants I on. We, I think we just saw didn't didn't Florida try uh, just introduce a bill to um. Uh, 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 criminalize the wearing of low pants. Yeah, probably. Was it, I know Georgia tried it. I think it's another southern state. I think so. It's South Carolina. Oh, it was okay. South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that this was is putting few... that plan into action. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, sorry if my pants are sagging a little bit. Please don't shoot. Is that how that works? Yes. Okay. Pants down. Although don't that shoot. doesn't that doesn't really fit on your palms. Pants down. Don't shoot. Pants down. Don't shoot. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, this next one, this is a very personal one. So I have a cousin and and this is real true. This is the actual truth. Uh, this is my father's first cousin. So it's my first cousin once removed named Yuval, who is a rabbi in Israel. And he's kind of a big deal rabbi. He's, he's, uh, and that's saying something for Israel. Yeah. He, he has, he, he, when he says things, people change how they do stuff. And uh, I even accidentally heard him interview. Unless on... he says it on a Friday, Friday to Saturday night. Right. No, then they didn't. That no it. one else hears. Right. It. Uh, and but he has a YouTube channel and everybody watches it. And and I actually heard him interviewed on BBC one time when I was riding around and just listening to BBC radio. And they're like, "Oh, we're going to talk to Yuval, and that's my cousin." So uh, Yuval, Yuval, and I don't agree on a lot when it comes to like, let's just say rules. <laughs> Uh, I'm a fan of not rules, and he, like, won't ride in a bus on Saturday. By by this, you mean you're reform, he's orthodox. I'm a not. Like, I'm Jewish, but I don't— Which is essentially what reform is. Yeah, nah, they even follow more rules than I do. So he's pretty orthodox, but he's also fairly clever, and he discovered something that I could not support more just this week. What do you discover? How we can eat bacon. Uh, so Cousin Yuval. The eternal quandary of Jews everywhere. Yes. So Cousin Yuval figured out that if uh, there, I don't know if you know this, but there's a push in the world to try to make non-animal based meat. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you can grow it, say, you know, in a lab and uh, feed people because it has nutritional value. But, you know, it, that way you don't have all of the. Uh, environmental degradation and various other things that come along with like it's sort of like renewable energy but for food yeah exactly so there's a lot of good reasons to do this so the question was if you made pork from one of these cloned cells uh, in a lab is it kosher and Yuval says yes it is because (laughs) there was no pig that it came from no cloven hooves right exactly and it doesn't 
break any rules. Plus, it's for the purpose of good things and feeding people and, and ending suffering in the world. And he took it a step further. He said you can put cheese on it. That is a that is fantastic. Yes. So if there's anybody who deserves a Nobel Prize, it's Yuval because he figured out how we can get cheese and bacon on some tater tots and be cool with God. And for that, I would I would go back to to synagogue if I could have bacon cheesy tater tots. Yes. After after <laughs> services. Yeah. I would show up. I would actually go. If they had that as their form of communion. Yeah. No, well, we usually have, like, uh, snacks afterwards. Like, you have gnashes. Yeah, yeah. It's like little sandwiches and things. But but that's what I want. Yes. I want bacon cheddar tots, and I want them to be kosher. Goddamn right. Good job, Yuval. Uh, go check out Yuval on, on the interwebs. We'll post a link to him. Yuval lo- Churlo. Yeah. He looks just like me, except with a longer beard, which is true. Um, also, he doesn't wear glasses because he can see better than me. All right, and uh, the oh, this is the second to last story in the rundown. This one comes from uh, our good friend, uh, the Turtle of Kentucky. I think we may have him. I think we may have him with us. Oh, actually. we have him in studio. Uh, 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 yes. Oh, uh, well, okay. So, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Hi, well, hello there. Uh, we hear you don't hi want there. hemp to be a controlled substance anymore. Well, well, I don't think. I, I don't think it should be a controlled substance. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I had I had just had an opportunity to see some interesting, innovative products, and I think that um, uh, we any should any of just, them brownies. Uh, um, I, some of them were brown colored. I can't remember much of what happened <laughs> when I went in there. Right. But uh, it I, smelled like pine salt. <laughs> oh, it was it was just it was just great. Yeah. <laughs> So um, we hear that the Senate Majority Leader and uh, and Kentucky Senator, obviously, uh, has decided that Kentucky bluegrass ain't just for smoking. Uh, he wants to take hemp off the controlled substance list so that uh, they can grow it in Kentucky, um, presumably to make, I guess, rope. Well, or... they well they they got to make something. The state doesn't make anything anymore. Well, so he he he. Other than fun characters for Elmer Leonard-inspired television shows. There you go. Uh, he, he mentions, well, they make basketball. Eh. Yeah. He mentioned in a couple of uh, cases that it's good for home insulation. <laughs> so he's really interested in insulating your house with hemp, which sounds great. Because if there's ever a fire, the firemen will just let it burn. At least for a little while until they no, get to No, if it catches fire, you dead because you're just going to be in there going, this is, yeah, this great. is cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're literally going to be that dog in the fire cartoon going, everything's fine. Right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because you'll be money. Uh, so good for you. Uh, a step in the right direction. Mr. McConnell. But we need to force you down that road, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the, the real question, of course, is how many shares he owns in hemp production companies because <laughs> why else would he do this? Or his shit? wife. Yeah, or his wife. Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chow. There you go. Yep. You didn't know that I knew that. Oh, no, I know you knew okay. that. Okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> this yes. is us we're talking That's about. Right. Uh, okay. And the last one, uh, this is a bit of electoral politics, but at a very local level. This comes to us from uh, one of the Florida of the North, Maine. <laughs> That's uh, a good name for it. Yeah. Uh, a Maine school bus driver who was fired after making racist and sexist comments has won a seat. On the school board. Uh, Mike Downing was elected earlier this month to the school board to represent Minot, which I guess is in Maine, 
after running as a write-in candidate and winning the seat with 30 votes 31 votes 31 votes now i understand that there's six people who live in maine and they all get to vote four times i guess but I wonder if 31? this was one. I wonder if this was done with the ranked system that they have now. Because remember, they have instant. They have the runoff they do voting have the now. rank, but I think yeah. that's only on primaries and stuff. It I think it's also like for statewide board. offices. Well, but this isn't statewide. This is regional. Oh school yeah. Board. Okay. Okay. Basically, what happened was uh, Mr. Downing was fired after he made various comments, including referring to Martin Luther King Day as um, "quote national." Let's just say Ninja Day, and. Um, he also referred to a little Negro girl on his bus when uh, writing some stuff and talking to people. Turned out that was his niece, by the way, which he didn't <laughs> he didn't know that. That's wonderful. Yeah, because Maine, like... I'm stupid enough to insult my own niece, so put me on the school board. Yeah, so Maine is not just the Florida of the North, but it's also the West Virginia of everywhere that isn't West Virginia. Because every it's so small that everybody's related to each other and, and they're all like that. So yeah, he he uh, he he said a bunch of sexist stuff too. He, I forget what what are some of the like worst things he referred to another student as a moron. Uh, he used a slur to refer to gay men. I wonder if that was that's about something a for a bus sticks. driver to call someone a moron. It's like what have you done with your life? That's right. Except shepherding our children to and from school daily. Blech. But. Uh, yeah, so but now he's on the school board. So they asked him like, "What's up with this?" And he's, you know, he says, "Well, I'm going to call the superintendent and let her know that she fired me, but I'm her boss now." <laughs> and then he said, "It's not a vendetta, though. <laughs> I'm doing it because I want to do good for the kids." Of and, course. Uh, and yeah, and all 31 people cheered, and, and and the 30 other people were like, "Oh no!" And I don't know what the kids got to think, but uh, whatever. His niece had to go ride in the back of the bus. I guess is <laughs> the deal. All right, uh, so we're going to take a quick break uh, and not go to Maine. Uh, and when we come back, we'll be talking to uh, our favorite uh, Hollywood uh, superstar, uh, Scott. So uh, sit tight and hang on. You're listening to Chip Chat here on CoPlay Media. Yep.
Welcome back to Chip Chat here on CoPlay Media. I am your host, Chip. With me sitting in for Larry King without suspenders is the amazing Charlie Bright of GoldDerby.com. I am amazing. There you go. And uh, now joining us uh, from, let's just say. Hollywood. Yeah, we'll call it Hollyweird. What's the, like. Hollywood. Slander du jour. There's like a word for it. Tinseltown. Ah. No, that's, yeah, is that, that's too easy. Hollywood elite. That's a word. All right, so uh, Scott uh, Lieberman is an actor living in Los Angeles, which we hear has uh, three or four football teams now, and and at least uh, and they're all with losing records. Yes, and uh, and at least two baseball teams, one of which is ensure that it lives in L.A. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, he has had lots of roles in movies and in television and even commercials. He's played a fighter pilot a record executive, and even a Wild West tough guy. So we should say he has range. Yes. is a way to describe that. I um, like that. And we have him on the show periodically to update us on his amazing, glamorous life because, of course, we don't have one and uh, all kinds of things. And also uh, to tell us what's going on in La La Land. Scott, welcome to Chip Chat. Thanks for having me. And uh quick correction. Oh. Uh, the Rams did make the playoffs last year. And they That's had a true. record. So there's that's, that. that's a double. But the Chargers are another story. I wish they were still in San Diego. Oh yeah, wow! But, uh, no one cares. Does anybody go to Rams games? It makes. I actually went to the Rams and Redskins game because, I'm, as you know, I'm a Skins fan. I'm of course, the area originally. Um, week two. Thoughts but, and prayers. Um, right. Nobody wanted the Chargers to come here. Like shame on Dean Spanos for uh, doing that because I love San Diego as a city and I think they deserve to have a professional football team. Not to mention that that they just needed a new stadium. Like, but can I can I give the Rams credit for ditching the Coliseum to move to St. Louis because they wanted a new stadium and then coming back in L.A. still putting them back in their same old stadium. <laughs> be like, no, you still uh, like get a new two stadium. Two three years, they're going to be sharing a new stadium in right. Carson, uh, California, the Rams and the Chargers. But I just don't see the Chargers selling out. Well, they technically sold out, but I don't oh, see them selling out. Uh, oh, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's see funny. Uh, they're I don't funny. think they're going to sell out tickets, though. That's Thank funny. Uh, well, don't worry. The Redskins can't sell out anymore, so we've been taking seats out of the stadium to make sure we maintain our sellout status. A proud people. True That's story. true. Yes. Uh, proud. Um, yeah, okay. We can't. No. We're, we're un- indefensible is really <laughs> is what – not that we can't play defense. We also can't play defense, but, but uh, the name is indefensible. There's a lot about that team. There's a lot about that team that's indefensible. She just switched to a potato. Okay. So, um, Scott, we understand that you just wrapped uh, shooting your parts in a show that's called Shooter, which uh, I'm told is a big fancy show on USA Network, although I only watch USA Network uh, because I fell asleep and my wife was watching uh, Law and Order. Or so, Monk reruns. Yeah, or Monk reruns. Um, but that's, that's probably not. I'm lying. I don't watch USA Network at all. Uh, so tell us about Shooter and, and tell us about uh, how it was shooting on Shooter. Is that, is that uh, shooting on sh- shooting on Shooter was uh, was a lot of fun. I got a chance to meet Ryan Phillippe, uh briefly. Oh my God, um, I, I mean, had uh, I had the hugest crush on him. Oh wow. There oh you God, go. can All you right. chloroform him and just mail him to me? <laughs> he is very fit. I'll say that. Oh, there uh, you go. G- good for <laughs> No, I, had, I, I spoke. I spoke with him just for a few minutes because um, you know they bring me in for the scene that I'm that I'm in, and he actually uh, films for the rest of the day because um, obviously he's the star of the show and everything. I played a uh, henchman for uh, actor Gerald McRaney. He's been in a lot. Oh, of Oh yeah, he Gerald. Great... He's 
He's a big fan of the site that I write for. Oh, see? Yeah, I knew this was going to go well because you guys are both like Hollywood types and I don't have to do any work. I'm not a Hollywood type. I've kept my East Coast persona full on, full force since I moved out here. I did not be just because I live in Hollywood does not make me Hollywood. Good for you. Good uh, for you, man. But but I am. But I am. I uh, yes. Anyways, he plays a like Texas bigwig who um, has something to do with an integral part of the storyline, which I'm not going to go into. Um, with for uh, Ryan Phillippe's character, um, who plays um, the lead in the show, uh, Bob Lee. Bob Lee Swagger is his name. And do you remember there was a movie called Shooter with Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. back in 2007? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same, well, same same concept, but this one covers more of the books. Okay. Um, that one, I think, just covered a brief part of it. Um, so in this case, I play a henchman in this particular scene who um, is there to intimidate Ryan Phillippe, which is very funny because when I remember when I was a teenager growing <laughs> up watching Cruel Intentions, I know he did last summer. I didn't think I'd grow up to become someone to intimidate a guy like that. Um, and so uh, that's my part in the scene. I can't say much else about it, but it was fun to shoot. It just it felt good, and it just it just felt like the world comes full circle because like one minute you're you know you're in uh, junior high school and you're watching his movies and stuff like that, and the next like you know years you're threatening later, the guy yeah. on television. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, so uh, when when you're a henchman, season. do they do you have like a name or do they give you like a backstory? Do you like can you not really your character? It's really like a one-off for me. Um, there really is no um, backstory for my character. Like the audience knows why I'm there, um, and that's all they really need to know. So, do you um, make you up know, like a story for who you are or why you're doing this, or like? Sure. Well, yeah, I have like I have like a brief story, like uh, when for roles like this that just uh, call me to come in, like for a brief scene. Um, it's uh, it's more of like a hook in, like so it's like what happened just before I came in. Right. Um, rather than like, how did I grow up in my childhood or whatever? Because it just doesn't feel like it has to go into that much depth sure. for a situation like this. But it's really a hook in as to what happened, maybe like a day or two days before. Right. Um, more of a short term uh, backstory. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I also met uh, actor Jesse Bradford briefly. He was. He was oh in, yeah, uh, I like him. Uh, yeah, he was in that movie uh, Far From Home with the Dog when we were kids in 93. And uh, Bring It On. Yeah, um, right. Bring It On he was in. And he's one of my other – Yeah, he's had a good good amount of work. Yeah, he's um, in so, a Don Ruse film called Happy Endings. It was a great movie. Yeah, he's really good in that. So, yeah, Gerald McGraney was really cool too. He's in This Is Us, which is my parents won the, Yeah, he won of. the Emmy for Guest Actor in a Drama Series this year. See? Okay. I sweet. told you Charlie yeah, I, knows stuff. I had no idea, and I like to not know about people when I meet them on set because it just keeps things very level. Yeah. Right. Uh, so the the next question we have is, which do you like doing better, TV or, or film, and explain why? You know, it's an interesting question, and um, I actually like uh, – I, I wouldn't say I like one more than the other. However, um, both are shot very differently. Right. Um, I feel like – TV since it since they're episodics, um, there's uh, longer shoot days because um, they have to pan out. You know, I guess anywhere from like eight to fourteen episode orders per season, depending on the show, um, or even twenty four episodes. Um, you know, once again, depending on the show and the theme of the show and everything. Movies um, tend to, I feel like they're more of a time constituency, so they're. They shoot a lot fat. From my experience on sets, I feel like movies have shot more efficiently 
um, you know, two to three takes tops, um, sometimes more. Just it really depends on the setup, too, whether they're going to add special effects to the scene, whether it's practical effects, whether um, it depends on the location, everything. I mean, I've shot office scenes before that were really like one and done, you know. Right. Um, net, I've shot for Netflix before, and they've actually uh, been very quick. So is there um, is there a, a difference between TV and streaming? Um, In the way not they shoot? really. Not. I feel like streaming um, moves more efficiently. Um, I don't know why that is. That may just be like you know, my luck of the draw. And, yeah, or tighter budget. Uh, but I like doing both. I like uh, both uh, television and film. But uh, working with television, you feel like you get deeper backstories uh, with characters. I know because that because obviously the longevity is more. Right. That's the thing that I always hear is that that people when they have a long or more complicated story to tell, television's a better medium for it because you can fit more content in because you get all of those episodes and it adds up to more than two hours. Whereas in a movie yes. you're sort of limited in that time frame. Um, exactly. And obviously movies have uh, – I'm not going to say tighter budgets, but they're on a particular budget that they have to like meet the requirements of. Right. Um, I feel like shows may have a little more wiggle room. That seems fair. Okay. So, uh, Scott, we understand that you also have another talent that's not just acting uh, and apparently playing tough guys and threatening childhood heroes. Um, <laughs> we know that you're, uh, you're into photography. So the question yes. really is, how does your behind-the-lens view relate to your in-front-of-the-camera work? You know, ever since I started being an actor, uh, or be, I, I should say professionally, uh, 10 years ago, moving out to L.A., I've had an appreciation for directing. Um, I've uh, Just being on sets and watching directors work um, has been very intriguing because I actually watch them like actively – look through the lens and how they framed certain shots and things like that. Um, and it's really inspired me to just go out into nature and just keep taking uh, shot after shot. I'm very OCD, you could say, uh, when it comes to uh, – <laughs> Not like Ted when Nugent out in nature doing shot after yeah, shot. Yeah, right. right. Don't do yeah. shot after shot like Ted Nugent. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing buck shots or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's tequila um, shots. He's doing tequila uh, yeah. I love I love I love nature. I love the outdoors. I love the mountains. As a matter of fact, this past weekend, um, which you may have seen on Facebook, I went to Big Bear with a buddy of mine. Yeah. Um, and we were up in the mountains. I love lakes. I love mountains. I love oceans. I like I love snow. You could say that winter cabins and snow and like you know the Christmas lights and that time of year is like my happy place. It's very relaxing to me and calming. Um, and anytime I have like a bad day, um, I actually have a painting at home. That's that is like a snowy evening type of a deal, and I look at it; it really calms me, and that sort of like carries over into my uh, photography. I love taking pictures of just nature, and I like framing it a certain way. My philosophy in photography is to take negative space where there's nothing there, um, and looking through the trees and stuff, and it just makes for a really good subject. And um, I'm looking to continue to do it. So I feel like did, I'm I feel like I'm on the dating game right now right? hearing Bachelor number one describe something. This is yeah. magnificent. I Come on. You you're getting yeah. Charlie all hot and bothered. So um it's funny that you like snow because of course you come from a place that can't tolerate snow even a tiny bit where everybody just completely shuts down here in DC. And it doesn't come until March. <laughs> right, yeah. It's we had, right. and then we had I moved three to inches. Florida, obviously I went to college there in Miami. Right. So then you avoided all the snow. I don't know if you 
you got the news from back home, uh, but we had snow last week, and then uh, yeah, my sister sent me pictures. It didn't stick. There was like almost none of it on the road, and that's the worst. It's such a tease when it snows because I'll tell you what, I snow for me is very nostalgic because obviously when we when school was canceled when we were little, right? Uh, you, you know, go we had Nintendo to stay oh, yeah. in. You could go sledding. We had a huge backyard and everything. Mm-hmm. Throw uh, ice balls at my friends and things like that. <laughs> oh um, God! And the other th- and the other thing too is that um, my parents used to take us on uh, snowboarding and ski trips. There you go. Uh, to re- to like you know like Hidden Valley, Seven Springs, and sure. like Rice Mountain places like that. And it it always resonated with me, and that's like. Those are my places of like pure happiness and well, solid bliss. Well, our version of snow currently uh, revolves around massive traffic jams and the inability to open school, which causes other problems. Even though the snow is not on the ground uh, where the cars go, and is matter of fact, they Fairfax County closed schools for an extra day after it snowed. Because they just needed to burn days. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, Which you know, is ridiculous. I heard that one of my buddies, one of my buddies who I grew up with, actually, um, he posted something on Facebook. He's a, he's a math teacher and football coach, um, and he's from Maryland. It's a good originally. combination. Yeah, uh, we got to know uh, mathematics to to coach football. Yeah, the too. X's and O's, uh, man. Numbers game. That's right. Yeah, you get eleven and guys. And the Y's, so of course. Important. Or you know, host Hollywood uh, he squares. Said, no, right, he, so, he yeah. specifically said he specifically called out the schools and was like, "Why is school canceled?" Like that's what I heard. I heard. Like for us, well, you want to we know why you're canceled? on like a huge snow day. Like teachers are just becoming lazy or something. Well, you know why they have to. <laughs> you, well, you know why they have to cancel schools in Fairfax County if there's a single drop of snow on the ground is because of the why? further out areas like Clifton. Right. Clifton, that certainly used to be the case. Clifton didn't have paved roads until about ten well, years no, ago. Well, no, even still, getting to Clifton on paved roads, they're so twisty and turny. I they don't want to. They don't want to risk the liability. I, if I anything understand happens. Uh, all of that, but. This last event, there were there was no more snow the second day that they were closed. That, that don't there wasn't it. there wasn't anywhere. So I've been uh, taking pictures of the remaining little piles of snow that are like in shady spots that you know got plowed up or whatever, and tweeting them to Fairfax County Schools and asking them if they're going to close school because I found some snow. Don't in, be a in dick. The <laughs> Why not? That's the whole county. That's what they're there for. I also like to troll the police, so, you know, that's why they have a Twitter feed. So, basically, what you're saying, Scott, is that you want to direct. Yeah, is that is that the, is <laughs> that would, the thing? Would, is, like, the back, photography going to gonna translate into yeah, that? I would, I, would lo- I would love to. I really would love to. Um, like, whenever my girlfriend and I travel together, and we travel a lot, which uh, also ta- is tailored into um, why I love photography so much, um, I love, like, uh, taking, uh, you know, candid shots of her, like, when she's walking in front of me or whatever. Um, also, I like looking at her butt. Right. Yeah, pretty, I was gonna say, is, is that an obvious? Awesome. That's just like you're you're not hiding that at all, right? You're just taking pictures. No, I'm of not hiding it. I'm yeah. totally admitting it, and I'm damn proud of it. There you go. Um, it's nice that straight people but, can be like that now. Yeah. See, good for us. Finally, straight people have a moment of pride ourselves, where and, we and can look at each offend, other's and butts. nobody's offended, which is even better because yeah. everybody gets offended by everything lately. I'm tired of being offended. Or I like offended. looking at at your girlfriend's butt too, Scott. So please keep taking those pictures. You know, I'm. <laughs> I am a fan. You know fan she's gonna hear this eventually, so I'll have to make sure that she knows uh, you were being seriously joking. She can come on the show. She can, you know. We'll... Wait, you can have hers. I'll have his. It's yeah. Fine. There you yeah. go. Charlie will look at your yeah. butt, and it'll all be even. That's fine. All right. So well, it'll be like a roundabout of butts. Yeah. There butts. you go. It'll be like it'll be like Tina Belcher's fantasy on Bob's Burgers. Yeah. There you go. Just all the butts. Right on. All the butts. So um, okay. So the photography is going 
well for you. Do you want to like turn that into art? Yeah. What is your plan with that? Are you gonna? Are you? Uh, are you plan, trying to my shoot plan something with that, or what? Actually, I just actually I'm uh I'm planning on creating a website uh, where I can sell some of my shots. I gotta go take some more. Um, I have a few of my photos up on um, National Geographic has like a uh has a subsidiary on their website um, where you can post photos where it's like a group of people that love to travel go and do that and you can blog your photos and everything and people comment on them i have not posted on there in a bit because i have a lot of photos that i do want to share but i want to put them all together sure. uh, when they're ready but i also would like to sell them online too um and make canvases out of them for people who uh obviously Ooh, love cool. uh you know beautiful photography in their homes we can we get one of your butt Sure. That's you want a, a tough. Self, a I, I'm not going to ask that. A buddy selfie. Yeah, that is a selfie. tough one to angle. Yeah, that is a tough a, one yeah, to angle. Yeah, I don't have a good angle for my butt. But then again, I, I don't have much of. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, okay, it's easier so, for you than it is for me. Yeah, well, I don't have one, so it's difficult. I haven't seen my dick in ten years. Well, that's Christ a different sake, problem. That's that's really okay, so I can cuss on the show. That's yes, you enough. can cuss on the show. Uh, it's not a problem for you, Charlie. That's a problem for for. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yes, right. Whichever fella you're you're currently showing your dick to, that's really the issue. Um, okay, so, is it still there? <laughs> yes. So, uh, Scott, because we have Charlie here, who is an expert on various Academy Awards and things, uh, how long until you win an Academy Award, and then and have you ever been to one of the ceremonies? Um, the answer is no. I've not been to any of the ceremonies, but I've been out by the red carpet before because I used to live in Hollywood, so I was just kind of seeing what was going on and everything. And how long do I give it? As long as it really takes. You know, so, you don't really plan for these things. They no, we plan for it. Uh, we, we expect uh, you to win one. We're giving you about like two or three more years. <laughs> I like, appreciate the leeway. Uh, yeah. But I'm going <laughs> to uh, – I'm just – my only um, thing is, is uh, to continue working as an actor and, you know, not let up on that. He's so goddamn humble. So I'm curious about something. With uh, so you used to live where in Hollywood did you used to live? I used to live off of uh, Sycamore and um, Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, which so is, you were uh, close to the Kodak Theater. Yeah, so the or the Dolby Theater. Or the Dolby, Dolby, yeah. Dolby yeah, or Theater. I just call now, it the yeah. I call it the insert See, name who's here. Who's Hollywood thing. now? Right yeah, there, exactly. you go. <laughs> um, I I was always I, how crazy and infuriated were you every week of the Oscars because. People don't realize how bad that because that the Dolby Theater is in the middle of a shopping the traffic center. Is not it's in the convenient. Hollywood Highland Shopping Center, and it's they right cut, on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, well, they cut everything off from uh, Hollywood and Highland all the way down to um, Sycamore, actually, and then after, after actually just before Sycamore, because I go to the gym there too at LA Fitness, so they don't cut that street off. But yeah, it just becomes like a madhouse, and and not just there. It's like different parts of the city because that's where the after parties are yeah. going to be. Mm-hmm. So you right. kind of got to know your way around, and I do, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, um, it was... but it's 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 all it's all good, you know. I understand. Um, you know, it's once a year, but what are you going to do? Well, that, it was actually funny. I was at the Emmys uh, last year. I actually got to go to the Emmys, and when I got my ticket for it, the thing said um, uh, uh, that uh, use Lyft, the official rideshare of the Emmys. All the drivers will know where to go to drop you off. They didn't know where the fuck to drop us <laughs> off. <laughs> so, like, when I was going to the ceremony from the apartment I was staying at, which was uh, out on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, um, right. they were they were trying to – because, you know, the Microsoft Theater, 
which is right by the Staples Center, they had no idea to navigate how to navigate the road. They didn't closures. know where they were going. It was so what were you sad. doing at the Emmys? Did you get invited by uh, a guest there? I actually um um through He's my press my well my, well that one the actual ceremony was because my supervisor at work is a Chase Sapphire member, and that's one of their rewards because they're part they partner with the Television Academy. But your press? Well, I got to go to the add to the after parties as press, right? Yes. So yeah, so Charlie writes for a website that uh, specializes in, especially in the award shows. Yep, and uh, he predicts all of them, and he's always right, except for this time around on the Oscars. You got. I will on your next on your next go around. You can invite me, and we'll go together. There you I go. I love that, and you can take pictures of each other's butts. <laughs> All right. right. So, Scott, uh, another great thing about having you and Charlie here is um, there was an article that came out in the Washington Post uh, this week about how these certain lines in comedy movies have profoundly affected the way that we in America speak. There's like quotes that we all have now from these movies like that I use all the time. There's no crying in baseball. I say that all the time. People cry. Near me, I don't do it in the Tom Hanks voice, but people are crying or they're, you know, and I tell them, look, there's no crying in baseball. And they, they tell me this isn't baseball. This is our work. And I, and I say, there's no crying in baseball. I don't give them an excuse. So, um, this story had a number of quotes and we know that you are sort of well known for your ability to do some of the impressions of some of your heroes, should we say? Uh, and so we've, we've sent you this list of these quotes and uh charlie's got it here too and he's he's a well-known impressionist as well so uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna have you guys um sort of if you want you can say what the movie is if you if you're not confident that people are going to know what you're doing or uh if you are confident that that you can nail it uh we're gonna have you guys go ahead and trade off quotes right from these famous movies that have impacted our lives in well, such wait, such before, a profound before way. Before we get into it, yeah. before we get into it, I'm going to I'm going to do one uh for you and see okay. if you get it, okay? Let's this see. is easy. You ready? Yep, we're ready. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Rogers Hornsby was my manager and he called me a talking pile of pig shit and that was when my parents drove all the way from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No. <laughs> no. And you want to know why? Why, Mike? Because there's no crying in baseball. That's right. I see. I can't do it as well as you can. But that that was that was that, that was, was good. really good. Yeah, Actually, that was I, good. Anybody, I thought that anybody, that might... anybody ever tell you it looked like a little penis with a hat on? Anybody ever tell you a <laughs> penis with a little hat on? Well, There's actually, one. yes. Uh, yes, that's right. Beside the point. It happens um, all the time. That's right. all right. That was really good. Okay. Uh, let's okay. see. Uh, that was just a warm up. Yeah. No, that was perfect. Actually. I, I don't have a good, like, uh, Rosie O'Donnell impression. Of, Just like... eat a lot of pie. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Tell him yeah, there you go. I do. Pl- I, eat, <laughs> I eat pie. Get but... that laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, I can just throw the ball and hit it. Okay. Uh, Charlie, let's have you go ahead uh, and, and throw one on us. <sighs> looks, look, uh, looks like I picked the wrong week to quit, to quit sniffing glue. Airplane. There you go. That was from Lloyd Airplane. Bridges. Lloyd, Lloyd Bridges. Bridges. Yes. The great Lloyd Bridges. The great Lloyd Bridges. All right, uh, Scott, let's go ahead. Let's see what you got. All right. Ready? Yep. That's, be- that's beautiful. What is that, velvet? <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my all-time favorites. That that's- is – that's that's coming to America, but that's that's uh, specifically who is that in coming to that's America? That's Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy playing, just playing the Jewish guy, playing the, the old Jewish guy in the barbershop. Yeah. And uh, James Earl Jones walks in with the with that great lion like in, sash on. Yeah, 
and he With looks at it and goes, "Oh man, this is beautiful. What is this velvet?" See, you guys are like in tune with what each other. What is this velvet? I, I don't know. If he's I don't the... care what he said, if he wants to be called Muhammad Ali, let him be called Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> so all of those are on the list. If people don't know, we're going to link to the article so they can check it out. But but the, all of those are on the list. And you guys don't even realize how often everybody says all this stuff. Okay, so. All right, my, yeah, let's okay. go ahead, Charlie. Okay, so why don't you just make 10 louder and have that one be the top one? Final tap. These go up to 11. Right. <laughs> That's what makes Final that tap. line. It's that pause. It's the that pause he and the chewing the, the gum. pause that yeah. he takes and yeah, he just that, goes, that, oh, these go up to 11. Everything. Because he, he doesn't know what the, he's like, oh, but these go to 11. <laughs> right. So It's just it's one louder, you know? <laughs> right. I, I can't tell you how often I say it goes up to 11. Yeah, like, or, or just – Anything from Spinal yeah, Tap. Yeah, well, anything from Spinal specifically Tap. Specifically, is... it goes to people are like, can you make the the lights brighter in here? I'm like, yeah, I'll turn we'll them up turn to, 11. to eleven. And it's like all the time, I'll turn it up to eleven. Like, all right, all right, go ahead, Scott. Let's see what you got. All right. So hot, want to catch me? That had a profound effect on my life, but I don't know that I say that as often. Well, my wife says I say it too much. Stop what? looking at me, Swan. There you go. That's the one I say all the time. Yes, that's Billy Madison. That's a, that is that's a, right. That's an unbelievably impactful. I used to have movie. the biggest crush on Bridget Wilson too. Oh yeah, yeah. But now didn't? Bridget Wilson Sampras actually. Oh, oh wow, yeah. She's married to Pete Sampras. Yep. There you go. Okay. Is that well? So then, okay. that's what the trick is. You got to become an international tennis superstar. All right then. Okay, uh, Charlie. Let's see what you got. Okay. All right. Hold on. Oh, he's got to get in character. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. (laughs) And may true love follow you forever and ever. ever. <laughs> yes, Inconceivable. Skip to the end. Have you the way? <laughs> that I is one of my favorite. I'm in the castle. As you wish. That, is, that has one of my just, it, the, the marriage bit I love because of the setup to it. Because right. the camera goes up the aisle. Right. And you turns around and, and there British people know who he is because that's Peter Cook. A great right. British uh, who used to do comedy with um, Dudley Moore actually. Sure. Um, and but his back is turned and he turns his back, around. He turns around and then it just slowly zooms in on him and you and know something. For something. You know something's coming, but you don't know what. And then he opens his mouth and, and it's, it's so off from what you're the expecting. The first time I saw that, I could not breathe. I was. It was so. Funny. That might be one of the most quotable movies, though. I mean, think about how many. Yeah, the inconceivable. Of course, it is. Uh, the Inigo Montoya, Montoya yeah. my father prepared I do to not, die. I do not think that word means what you think it means. Right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, somebody uh, recently told me never to get in a land war in Asia, and I told him, did you hear that from a Sicilian? And, like, that whole concept only works if everybody's seen the movie, but you can you can take it for granted that they have. Mm-hmm. Or you should hope. If, if if you have that conversation somebody's like, what the hell are you talking about? You should not be friends with that person. They They – you need to remove that kind of negativity from your life, man. Damn like right. that can't happen. All right, Scott, you got another one? Yep. Give us give us one more. 
Alright. I mean, isn't there more to life than being really, really ridiculously good looking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. You're the good looking one. This? What is this? A center for ants? How can people learn how to read because they can't even fit inside the building? All right, that's dead on. That I would have totally believed that was you see my face when I do it too, because I'm actually in character. Right, of course. Well, it, it makes it easier to you know get the I I don't know like holding your mouth just that way. I'm sure has it. You that is dead on. Like if you ever do some voiceover work where you got to pretend to be Ben Siller, I would buy that right there. That was that was that was good. Shit. No, that, that was, was good. Right there, yeah. Put that on your resume. We'll send you the tape. You can put it on your reel. Great success. There you go. <laughs> That was another one on the, another one that shows up that of course nobody says it in the voice is as if or whatever like both of those as if yeah, right nobody well as okay. if right and if. Audi although I didn't realize it was spelled like the car so okay uh, Charlie you got one more for us yeah well you know that's just like your opinion man <laughs> man <laughs> yes Bowski, big yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't have chinaman pissed on the dude's rug it really brings the room really, together. Really, no i had a hookup end like that once what okay where a so, chinaman pissed on your rug it, it wasn't a chinaman but so all right so <laughs> we're gonna say reservoir dogs or pulp fiction not on there yeah well because they're not well, they comedies comedy. i guess actually no i think pulp fiction could be I would a comedy. consider they pulp fiction the, a comedy. they had comedic elements to them Sure. Well, no, it's like just like, the, but also, I think it's also because some of the dialogue is so expansive that's funny. Oh, it takes forever too. Like, to like, the, the, the like the bit lines. where John Travolta and Samuel Jackson are talking about, you know, about the foot massages. Oh, no, foot yeah. massages. Yeah. He's like, and I love John Travolta. Goes, man, you give a guy a foot massage, and it, no, he goes, yeah, you give a foot massage, and Samuel Jackson goes, hey, man, I'm the foot fucking master. Right. <laughs> yeah. But see, Would those you give those... a guy a foot massage, man, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> right. Those things take too long to like. Quote, or we should have fucking shotguns for this. Right. Yes. Those... Although my favorite line in that I can't say Does... it here is Quentin Tarantino's line when we oh, first yeah. see I, him. I, yeah, no. Do you see a sign in front one. of my yeah. house? Yeah. No, we're not yeah, saying that. Don't be saying that one. But I do like the quote with Samuel Jackson says, uh, "Does Marcellus Wallace look?" Or he says. Does he, he says, look... "What does he look? What does Marcellus Wallace look like?" And what? Then Frank Wally says, "What." Does what does he look like? And he says he's black. And then he goes, "Does he look like a bitch?" <laughs> right. <laughs> then why are you trying to fuck the like, black what? one? <laughs> Say that again. Yes. All right, uh, Scott. Now here's another question. Um, the real questions that we have. Yes. Uh, what do you have coming up next? Where can we see you on the silver screen or wherever? Can you tell us? Right... Sure. Um, I think right now, um, shooter is what's on my, on the menu. At the moment, um, I've been auditioning lately. And, Are you doing you know, any more Marvel do some stuff? Voiceover. Uh, no, not since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have not. However, I am starting my own podcast. Um, yeah, that's the next buddy. thing I was going to ask you about. Yeah, my friend, we actually played baseball together at Miami. Um, okay. club team at University of Miami. And he also is a broad, radio broadcaster out here. He does uh, high school, college, and he's traveled the country too before uh, to call – uh, semi-pro games like you know uh, farm affiliates sure baseball teams sure and uh yeah so um his name's aaron rosenberg and he's really good um and so is this the we are going to start podcast the next... ever 
that's, yeah, pretty much uh, yeah, Scott Lieberman and Aaron Rosenberg. Right, it's kind of like Mike, Mike and Mike. Yeah, you know? there you go. That was pretty. Although, Aaron and guys I get along. Form, are you guys gonna form like a, a Jewish bar mitzvah band or something? Yeah, like we that? can do that. Boys to Menorah or something. There... Like that? <laughs> More yeah. like nuns and Moses. There you go. <laughs> I love it. So, all right. So, when is this podcast right. coming out? When is the first episode? Uh, drop? Well, we're starting to um, write up some stuff like bullet points and everything to talk about in the next few weeks. And then I think next week we're going to record our first episode and go from there. What it they're is... saying, what they're saying is we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Ned Flanders, his parents. Uh, so, uh, well, we are very excited about that. So the second that it comes out, we'll of course link to it. And, uh, I mean, maybe once you guys kind of get rolling, we'll have you guys back on both of you, uh, if we That'd can be do awesome. that yeah. uh, to talk about the show. Um, you can roll some clips from the show too. Right, that that we can definitely do. Um, okay, and then speaking of sports things, uh, the, the last question, which is really the burning question here in Washington right now, is what what are your hopes for the Caps in the playoffs? Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm watching um, the Seattle Mariners and Cleveland Indians game on ESPN, and on the bottom line, it said <laughs> Caps just clinched playoff spot right. officially with the Devils' loss. Having said that, I'm actually very pleased with the team this year, specifically because they overachieved and we lost five important guys in the offseason. Right. And I really thought we were going to be like a six, seven, or eight seed. But uh, we're actually, I think, a two seed in the Eastern Yeah, we've Conference. been battling back and forth in that first first and second sort of yeah, like Yeah, but back i got to be honest with you. I feel like Grubauer should be starting. Um, you really think so? I think, I think he has the hot hand right now. He shows no signs of uh, – nerves or anything like that i think holpy is still trying to get his confidence back i like him but i feel like grubauer is the guy to get the go-to guy uh for the start of the playoffs at the very least i think you know? i think i probably would agree with that after especially last night uh hope struggling uh with the rangers giving up goals when he really shouldn't have been but uh grubby in the garden against the rangers uh much better show much better so for sure yeah i you see i'm just like i'm of the you know the I'm of the of the opinion that you know because I don't really follow regular season, but I'll watch the postseason. You're more of a football guy. Yeah, I'm more of a football guy. But um, are you a skins uh, fan? Yeah, okay. well, begrudgingly, but yes. Um, <laughs> I, I am. We're all depressed please, skins please fans. Up, please sign. Please join. Please uh, donate to my GoFundMe for Dan for Dan Snyder to be tarred and feathered. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, and. But by the way, I am not joking about that. Literal tar and feathering. No, I, I fully support um, that. I'll give you like 20 bucks. Uh, no, uh, but uh, uh, it always seems like um, uh, with with either the Caps or uh, what's the, the Bullets, other, the, the, yeah, the Wizards or the Nationals, it's always in the playoffs. It's well, I'm an, I'm an Orioles fan, actually. I'm not even That's a right. Nationals fan. That's right. Well, I'm just, talking about, I'm just talking about I'm, DC sports in general. It's, like, the, the it's choking in the playoffs. It's choking in the playoffs. I have a theory the on DC points. I have a, I have a total theory, and I actually started writing something. We want to hear it. What is it? How we're, how we're cursed. It's just how, like, every season – well, the Caps, I feel like, are the most consistent team that we have. Um, right, And yeah. they show the most promise every year. In recent years, yeah. Teams. But at the end of the day, like, every team just finds a way to blow it. Um, it's just something in the air in DC. I don't know what it is. After the um, after the Caps uh, – not the Caps. The Nats were eliminated from the playoffs uh, last year – I posted on Facebook that 
that uh, Werner Herzog needs to do a documentary about how cursed DC sports are narrated with I like that how sad... you said Werner and not Werner. Yeah, no, yeah. and do it and do it with that sad German voice of his. Look at the DC sports fan as the joy slowly deflates from their they lungs. No, they show no signs of promise. All they ever do each year is take, 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 and then lose in the playoffs exactly. when it counts but, the most. But the thing is, is that it cannot be about the Redskins because that has to be their own separate thing right. because of how awful they are. Well, and, and... well, the, the game that comes to mind from this past season is the one against the Saints where... Uh, yes! Oh, said, where God. I actually, like, turned off the Five TV and, and went to the to store, and I shouldn't have done that because then, like, two minutes later with a 20-point lead, fucking Drew Brees remembered he was Drew Brees. Fuck that yeah. guy. See, now you know. Now you know. Uh, now you I know how my friends felt when they went to the Oscars that happy. year. God damn. Nah, he's talking about some Oscar shit. Nobody. I'm talking about. about well, I'm talking about the the best picture mix up. I I knew people that were at the Oscars, and when Faye Dunaway said La La Land, they got up and left. And then right. when they get to their car, they their phones they hear blowing, on the radio. Their phones blowing up with, "Oh my God, you were there. What was it like?" And they're like, "What La La Land? What?" They're like, yeah, "No." They missed it. Yeah, they missed. <laughs> it. Was that when Moonlight won? Yeah, yes. when Moonlight yes. won best picture. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, well, by the way, we should discuss at some point. Uh, there have been so many Oscar snubs in the last few years and everything. And, like, this year, there were so many good films that got left out. And I'm just going to say them right now. Wind River, Only the Brave, uh, The Zoo- Zookeeper's Wife, uh, The Hero. Um, those are a few that come to mind. I listened to I a podcast. That, very good. That should have been. Uh, I listened to a podcast. And uh, the one of the guys on the podcast was very big about Sam Elliott's performance in Hero. So cool. It was very good. All right. Um, well, on that note, uh, Scott, it is late here on the East Coast. Uh, we know it's, you know, it's like the morning on the I don't know how time zones work, but but I hear that it's earlier over there. Um, so what we're going to do is to be exact. And yeah, keep all you and, and, and just a personal note to you. Keep keep all the dirty stories you can think of on someone because you never know when someone's career is going to go down these days. Right. And you're going to want to be telling those stories. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got all kinds of them. I mean, look at the guy. You I'm know. clean. I've never seen him. No, you're like, clean. Like my five o'clock shadow. Yeah, you're. He's he he is the quintessential tough guy in every movie because he he is a perpetual five o'clock shadow. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's just his his rugged Jewish good looks. I am a. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's what makes him. It's why we dominate Hollywood because we're the beautiful people. Yeah, we we founded the fucking city. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a different issue. Okay, so uh, Scott, where can people find you on on uh, the interwebs? So where where can they follow your work and stuff? Uh, I'm on Instagram at kidvid82. That's K I D V I D eight two, and it's named after the Burger King character from the commercials in the '90s. That Kid is Vid. awesome. Yes. And then uh, Scott Andrew Lieberman on Facebook is exactly as it's spelled. And then Twitter, I'm great Scott eleven eighty two. There you go. And and you have an IMDb page and all that other stuff. Yeah, Scott Andrew Lieberman's my IMDb page. Um, I did do a film, um, actually, that Carrie Elways is in, who played Wesley in Princess oh, Bride. yes. Um, that I did, did not mention. It's just been in post-production for so long that I don't know when it's coming out. Um, and they keep changing the name of the film. It used to be called The First. Actually, here, give me one moment, and I'm going to give you no, the name gonna, of it. We're, gonna see we're what breaking it is right news now. here on Chip Chat because, because as you, you probably know, the the names well as many people don't know and go watch flying greek on yeah Amazon go watch Prime the flying greek head. where scott gets to be a fighter pilot i want to be a fighter Watch. pilot can i be a fighter the movie pilot? is now the movie is now called why not choose love a mary pickford manifesto jesus christ that's a long complicated <laughs> name 
It used to just be called the first. Yeah, go with that. Also, if you can work the word Star Wars into it, I'm sure it'll do a lot better at the box office. So just call it the first Star Wars. So then call you're it, be, why not choose Star Wars? A, a war uh, for the stars. Yeah, why not choose Star Wars? Choose Star Wars, why not? Yeah, there you go. It would have been we'll Zoidberg see. can be in it and it'll be great. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was good. We broke some news tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. That's what That's we're what known we're for. all about. That's what we are known for. It's usually like political Although I will news, say, but... when you said Can I Fly, all I thought of was uh, The Simpsons with the hair reader jet. It was right. so simple, even a child could fly it. Lisa, can I fly it? No, no you may not. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, Scott, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We're going to take a quick break so we can uh, come back with the third half of the show, as they say on NPR. And uh, then, uh, yeah, we'll come back with the third half of the show. So, Scott, thank you so much for for joining us. Anything else you need to say to the people? Watch The Flying Greek on Amazon Prime. Flying Greek. There you go. Do it, people. Do it. And uh, peace, love, happiness, equality above all. And... uh, Let's uh, stick together and not cause too much drama, and people stop getting offended. There you go. Such a Hollywood thing. Yes, right. So Hollywood. He's like, he's so La La Land. He's so gone. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm offended that some people get offended. Yeah. Do you know? Wait, real, special can snowflake. I say one more, do, you have, do you have one more minute? Yes, we have all the time in the world. We don't care at this. Okay, point. That's a James Bond quote. I didn't get nothing for that, right. but sure. Well, I was, uh, I was actually. Um, watching the news the other day and um that was your first somebody was talking about getting rid of the word man or male in in a bunch of categories and everything and i agree to some extent but like mailmen or uh or men like uh men's room or just things like that right. uh and then and then i made a joke saying i guess my last name is screwed considering it's lieberman yeah <laughs> right you can't be and that literally means lover man so really, yeah, that's what Lieber. Yeah. Lee, yeah, oh, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, that. so so instead of, like instead of instead of calling it the men's room, they wanted to just call it like the room, uh, just the rest or just the restroom. Well, that's not uh, specific. Like, I would say, excuse me, where's the bathroom? It's or the room. The Every time you go in there, so you hear someone say, "Oh hi." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the room. <laughs> no, that's too right. funny. Uh, no, I'm cool with it still being the men's room. I'm just cool with like whoever wants to use it can use it. Like that seems like a fair compromise. Who cares? Right, which uh, all right, and I, I, I obviously don't um, have like any sort of stats uh, about that either. It's just like I think people are sh- stretching a little bit when they do that. Yeah, they're all special snowflakes. I, uh, so okay, good. Everybody pee wherever the fuck you want. I'm uh, doing it right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, you're in my shed. Don't be doing that. It just got warmer oh, in my here. God. And you can pee on walls too. Yeah, it's true. It's a special talent. And write your name in the snow. Which you don't have out there, but we but we had in March because but you, you have know, cocaine the out there, so you know. yeah, right. Don't pee in the cocaine though; that's kind of expensive. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. is that where you screwed up? Oh, and by the way, the title of our um, podcast, Aaron yes. and I, it's called now, "Now Here's a Guy." Oh, um, I like that. We came up we came up with the title because obviously Chris Collinsworth and John Madden, and John Madden, Madden right? Phrase. Now here's a guy. Now here's a guy who oh, can that's really right. tell that you is. some stuff. Now here's a guy. Right. So he, now yeah. here's a guy who can tell you about some sports things and also his friend Scott. So exactly. that sounds like a good show. All right, Scott, we're going to let you go so you can go write your, your fancy new podcast, uh, which we will then play excerpts of and have you guys both back on uh, when you get that up and running. Appreciate Also, Also, real quick, yeah. um, uh, in terms of music, people, go listen to Firepower, the new Judas Priest album. Oh, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yes, definitely. Check it out. 
We need more metal in our lives. Especially we need more please. metal and rock. Best music ever. It's important. Best written music. Written best. Yeah, yeah great role go. model for a lot of the, the great role model for gay youth too. Their lead singer, Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob Halford. He right. came out a few years ago too. Yeah, good and for then, him. Yeah, and he's he's. Oh, we need and more just, people like him. Gus Kenworthy, also the skier. We need right. more people like that to come out and live their truth. Who are badass rock stars too is always helpful. Yeah, they've yep. been these guys. I'm, just for the record, this band average age is fifty nine. The oldest, the oldest person in the band is seventy. These guys have been. I mean, Rob Halford, sixty six. And they're still playing, running circles around the younger crowds. Oh, yeah. I'm going to so, grow up to be a uh, rock star. Rock and Roll star. Hall of Fame, here we come. There you go. I want to grow up to be a rock star. We're going to start a band. All right, Scott. I want to grow up to be All Moby. Right. Yeah, I want to grow up to be Moby, too. I, I want to just... grow up to be Mike Churlo. There you go. That's right. Yes, Everybody ass. wants to grow Yeah, right? Okay, Scott. Uh, we're going right. to we're gonna go take a break. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And, everybody, you're listening to Chip Chat here on Coplay Media. Yes. <laughs> Sitting in for Larry King without suspenders is uh, weird things in his butt. Charlie Bright. And other poems by Maya Angelou. Right. Uh, so we just got off the line with uh, with Scott Lieberman, our uh, favorite Hollywood A-lister, uh, who still talks to us for whatever reason. So now we've come to the part of the show that's called Chips World. This is where I'm going to tell you about some stuff uh, that I wrote. Uh, in this case, this is uh, specifically revolving around tiny hands. Uh D.C. and Maryland may proceed with a lawsuit alleging that Trump violated the emoluments clause. This is the, the headline from the Washington Post. Yep. A federal judge ruled that the District of Columbia and Maryland may proceed with a lawsuit against President Trump alleging that Trump's business dealings have violated the Constitution's ban on receiving improper, quote, emoluments or payments from individual states and foreign governments. 
the ruling by U.S. District Judge Peter Masit, Masite? I think Masiti. Masiti. There you go. In Maryland, marks the first time that a lawsuit of this kind has cleared the initial legal hurdle, which is finding that the plaintiffs have legal standing to sue the president. That's right. Uh, in his opinion, Massetti gave credence to arguments by D.C. Attorney, Attorney General Carl Racine and Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch that Trump unfairly profits from business at his downtown Washington Trump International Hotel in which the president continues to hold a financial interest. Massetti cited examples of government clients, including Kuwait and Bahrain, both wealthy Gulf Arab nations, um, patronizing the Washington Hotel Possibly to the detriment of competitors and taxpayers, he wrote that Maryland and the district have sufficiently argued that Trump's hotel, quote, has had and almost certainly has had and almost certainly will continue to have an unlawful effect on competition. Okay, so basically they cleared the first line, which is to say we have been wronged by this and we want to sue. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean that they have any merit in the case. But it means that they are allowed to bring the case that there's that there's standing to sue the president. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so I have to admit that until this quote unquote election, I had no idea, uh, what the emoluments clause was or what it even meant. I read the constitution more than a few times, but a lot of the old school language just kind of blends together until I am knickers deep in forthwiths and heretofores. But it seems that this one is kind of important. Essentially the founders worried about government corruption and not being able to see into a future made of spray, spray tan and, and extra long neckties came up with a broad way of addressing that fear. The emoluments clause bars government officials from accepting gifts or payments from foreign governments. The other details are kind of fuzzy, but that's the idea that matters. Trump is a whole different kind of corrupt. And from the, mo from the moments that he was able to think clearly about anything other than cheeseburgers or Ivanka's ass, he is fairly cunning. It makes sense that he would see elected office, even the act of running, as a chance to line his own oversized pockets, perhaps in a bid to make them seem more snug-fitting to his tiny hands. In this scenario, the hotel in question and his general practice of mafioso thuggery is totally reasonable that somebody would sue, and I'm glad that it is these two attorneys general. But there is a serious risk, and his name is Mike Pence. While Trump is mean, petty, and erratic, Pence is thoughtful, ambitious, and deliberate. Those are great qualities if the person who who wants to do those are great qualities for a person who wants to do good in the world. But for someone who has already criminalized homosexuality in his home state, that's terrifying. So it is with great concern for myself and others in mind that I respectfully ask these attorneys general to change tactics, to make a diversion in their plans. So drastic, so unexpected that it may shake the yellow right off of their legal pads. They should also sue Mike Pence for what? I don't know. That doesn't matter. Make something up. Say it's about a stupid rabbit. Who cares? The only thing that matters is that we have these guys dead to right in time for the wave of elections that are going to happen in 2018, which will single the be signal the beginning of the impeachment proceedings. And of course, as we know, that if the president and vice president are removed from office, that the Speaker of the House becomes the president. So, Speaker Pelosi, anyone? Oh. President Pelosi, oh. anyone? Oh, just makes me cringe charlie why I does that make you cringe i hate nancy pelosi even though she's our nancy pelosi. i don't care i don't okay. care she has stayed way beyond her way beyond when she should when she should be there should steny hoyer be the next no none of them should be because she has kept these upper ranks 
uh, staffed with people that are older than the fucking Stone Age. <laughs> okay, you so mean, who do you want to see all as speaker? The, I don't know who needs to be speaker. I just know that it should Castro. not be Pelosi. It should be Castro. Uh, Julian Castro? Yes. Uh, no, uh, no uh, uh, Joaquin Joaquin, Castro. yeah. Oh, no, I like Joaquin. Yeah, I like be, Joaquin. I like Tim Ryan. I think I think John Lewis would be a great speaker. Um, yeah, well, talking about old people, I mean, come on. But, yeah, he has more claim to it. He's actually fought for something. Um, <laughs> wow, okay. I'm just sorry. I don't like Nancy Pelosi because she's just kept young people from actually being able to rise the ranks You're of the Democratic Party. You're an ageist is what you are. No, I'm not an ageist because you know who I think is the best uh, – because you know who I support for president in 2020. Who? Joe Biden. Joe Biden? Yeah. You think he should run? Absolutely. I if believe – if- I believe – Here's the thing with Biden. I believe he is the most suited to fix what has been broken. No, I think that's probably true. Of, of, of like, people who have showed interest, yes. Because I don't think Booker uh, can undo. But I think, I think Booker can leave. But I think make it clear with his VP pick that he is lining someone up as a protege. Yeah. A young person. And it should so be So someone Booker. like Booker or Kamala Harris, yes. one of those two, would be great. O'Malley. Mm. I love O'Malley. I like O'Malley. I just don't know if that's the right step yeah. to go down. But but to me, Nancy Pelosi has just been more about the epitome of this whole thing of what's wrong with politics and that it's all about money. Money and fundraising. And I know, yes, she's a great fundraiser. So what? Anyone who's going to be in That almost doesn't matter anymore, be, no, right? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. And she's just... I, I just I can't stand her, and I don't want her to be speaker. All right, who wins? That's in- why. One of the reasons I'm I'm going to say this. I'm kind of the only bright side. If the Democrats do not take the House, is that she's done. Right, she well, is if, done. If, if the Democrats do take the House, it, isn't there some chance that somebody can can run against her for speaker? There's a chance. They are not the new class is not going to. I don't know. I mean, the the new class is not going to be indebted to her. The way that the new class was in 2006 sure. when the Democrats took right. the House. All right. Um, who's going to win in the fist fight between Biden and Trump? Oh, Biden. Absolutely. You know he's going to sneak brass knuckles into the thing. Yeah. So I I, I want to – And like, at least Biden was clear. He was saying, if I was in high school. Right. He he made it clear. And he also said that he really shouldn't be saying those kind of things. No. No. He he, he took the appropriate – backing away from it yeah he said he said look those that's not an appropriate thing for people to say you know but here's the thing shouldn't about be perpetuating that. violence one I'm of the tell reasons what, people though. one of the pieces of reasons people like trump was because he demonstrated he showed that he was angry whether it, of course it wasn't real well but, that's true about biden too though is no it, that's it, what biden brings he brings genuineness to it yeah biden is furious and that seems evident by everything he does uh, I, so my money's on on Joey B uh, just for sheer scrappiness. Also, you know, in a fist because he's actually probably been in a fist fight. Yeah, in a fist fight, I'm going to take the Irish guy nine times out of ten. Ooh, and, yeah, yeah. So uh, also, I definitely, uh, if I was in high school and saw somebody behaving like Trump, would beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like I would, I, I wouldn't like challenge him and call him out in some place. I'd wait till they weren't looking and I'd clock him with a chair. Like I, I would jump his ass for for the kind of shit that he does, but yeah. that's you know, and it would be like a collective group behavior because. But you do make a good point about Pence though, because I have had pet friends that are just all big on impeachment, and I'm like, listen, as bad as Trump is, Mike he's Pence, ineffectual. He hasn't really no, done anything. Is, no, that is that is the thing. As bad as Trump is, Pence is worse because he knows how to play the game. Right. He knows, knows how to play the doing. game, and he will advance an agenda, right. and it will take us to the Handmaid's Tale. Yes, 
Trump is busy uh, running around enjoying being Donald Trump and, you know, having little to no effect on our actual lives, whereas Pence would, would outlaw uh, females, like, right away. He would outlaw sex for pleasure. Yeah, well, no, he would outlaw women. I mean, he did. You still gotta have, you still gotta have something to have babies. Well, he tried to outlaw women in uh, Indiana, and he made them uh, have to bury their tampons and okay you're stretching it there but yes it was did pretty have to, close no it was it they had was to arrange funerary close. services for, for, for their tampons yeah for miscarriages well or it wasn't worded carefully enough so it could be construed as any let's just say unfertilized incident mm. yeah it was interesting the way they didn't word that law yeah so but, anyway fuck you mike pence and i hope you uh don't ever become president. I don't even think he has genitals. Well, he has kids. I, uh, you can get those good on the black market, though. Yeah, that's though. true. That's true. It's hard to tell. I mean, he's, he's... Is that why he's so into his rabbit? I, I don't know. What's the thing with the rabbit? No, it's his wife that's really into that's the rabbit. It's a cute bunny. But... It's a cute bunny. And I, they also had... I, the only thing I like about Mike Pence, he's team cat. He's, he's, team, he's not a dog person. Well, they did have a cat that passed away recently. And that was the only time I actually had sympathy for Mike Pence. I'm like, I know that's tough. Okay. What if the cat ate the rabbit or tried to eat the rabbit and they put the cat down to protect the rabbit? Well, do you still have sympathy for him then? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Well, geez, you have a giant heart. You're like a sweetie. Uh, okay. Uh, any more comment on the uh, impending impeachment of Donald Trump? It's not going to happen. You don't think he'll ever be no. impeached? Even if the Democrats take the House? No. That would be a huge mistake if they went that way. Why? Because look what happened when it happened to us. When they impeached Clinton. Yeah. Popularity went up. That's just going to say that's just going to center them around. Him. It's not going to happen because they're not going to have anything. They're so, not going to have anything. So is it better if the Democrats win to just uh, basically maintain gridlock until Trump gets voted out? No, try to. No, not maintain gridlock. Try to get some stuff accomplished and try to play to tr- try to play the game that Trump sets up, which is just basically appeasing him, even if it. If it means appeasing him and getting something slightly liberal through, oh yeah, sure. that's a good thing. Well, or if you're the last person. To well, talk look, to the him. Democrats did this with Bush in office. Sure, they were able to do that with Bush in office right. during his last two years. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll be able to to get to get some stuff done. Um, it won't be exactly what we want, and liberals will be pissed, as on a certain level we should be. But it's better than it's better than nothing, and better than a hard conservative agenda. Sure. Okay. So I'll uh, return to my previous statement. Fuck you, Mike Pence, and I hope you don't become president. Yeah, I can get on board with that. All right. Uh, do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with the uh, the final half of the show. You're listening to Chip Chat here on CoPlay Media. Yeah. <laughs>
Welcome back to Chip Chat here on CoPlay Media. I am your host, Chip. With me, sitting in for Larry King without suspenders, is the one and only Charlie Bright. What's the deal with this and that? There you go. Uh, that's Comedy 101, folks. So now we've come to the part of the show that's called Dude Seriously. Dude Seriously. Because exactly. Uh, so this one comes to us from The Guardian, um, but actually in reference to something that happened in the Great White North, Canada. A French waiter was fired for being, quote, aggressive, rude, and disrespectful. Uh, and he said that his behavior wasn't out of line. He's just French. No, exactly. A French waiter. Uh, his was, name... he, was, he, was he French or French-Canadian? No, he's French, apparently. Because French-Canadians is... are a special kind of are awful. Are an extra kind of rude. They are yeah, awful. His name is uh, Guillaume Ray. Uh, he was working at a Vancouver restaurant on Canada's Pacific Coast, if you don't know where the hell Vancouver is. Uh, and he filed a complaint with British Columbia's Human Rights Tribunal against his former employer claiming, quote, discrimination against my culture. Human rights. Yes. <laughs> yes. The French are the human. human. Right. <laughs> right. They are exactly. a human. <laughs> the restaurant operated by Kara uh, Operations accused Ray of violating the code of conduct and said that he persisted in his behavior despite verbal and written performance reviews. In alleging discrimination, Ray said French culture just quote tends to be more direct and expressive he owes unless of course you know there's a war going on uh, <laughs> he owes his uh sacking to his quote direct honest and professional personality which he acquired while training in france's hospitality industry both parties agree ray performed well at his job despite his allegedly disagreeable demeanor the restaurant and its parent company had attempted to dismiss the complaint but tribunal member something something french last name denied that application clearing the path for a yet an unscheduled for an as of yet unscheduled hearing he said that the applicant's denial should not be seen as an indication of the case's outcome quote mr ray will have to explain what it is about french heritage that was result in behavior that people misinterpret as a violation of workplace standards of acceptable conduct <laughs> yeah so his deal is like i'm not an asshole i'm just french like, no, you're a French asshole. <laughs> that it's... is a special kind. Yeah. I speak French. Watch. You want to see me speak French? Not really. I surrender. Ah. Uh -huh. Yes. Even though they helped us out during the revolution. Well, it's a different government. <laughs> they change governments like every five minutes in France. It's not a real country. They don't get to do things. They make cheese. All right. What's uh, what's going on over uh, now? We got to do the quick slap happen because we don't have the sound effect anymore. I, I, I have to do the first part. You have to do the second part. So you know how it goes. Yes. Okay. What are the five fingers? Say to the face. Snap. That's right. Okay. So now it's time for the quick slap app. Go ahead and uh, tell All the people. All right. So this, of course, has to deal with the state that was, that is the reason to be pro-choice about states. <laughs> the aborted That's... attempt, the aborted state that is Florida. Yes. Sorry, Two... Florida. You're back on the list. <laughs> They were never off the list. They just got momentary they reprieves. They get reprieves, yeah, every now and then. But they always end up back on the list. Yep. Even though my uncle lives in Florida. Love you, Uncle Alan. Lots of people live in Florida. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, we have the internet. <laughs> okay, so two Florida men were caught with their hands in the pasta jar after they used ragu sauce to try and burn down a home they robbed last week, police said. Yes. They <laughs> took all the wrong lessons from Goodfellas. This is just... <laughs> Derek Irving, 36, and John Silva, 28, 
were arrested on March 13th after allegedly breaking into a home in DeLand and stealing a flat screen television and an air conditioning wall unit. WKMC-TV, DeLand's news leader, reported. Um, (laughs) I believe they send it out on tablets with uh, hieroglyphics on it. Yeah, there you go. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, those are two legitimate things to steal, though. Yeah, sure. I'll take your AC. Well, especially in Florida. In Florida, Florida yeah. You need the AC. Like an and if you're going to have AC, then yeah, you yeah, got to have TV. Yeah, you can sit around and watch TV. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, the man whose home was being burglarized received an alert on his phone from his residence's security system informing him of motion being detected in the house. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office said, oh, my God, Volusia <laughs> County, my my Where buddy, is Volusia, Volusia County? County is Daytona. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say it doesn't sound like a. It sounds like no. A my 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 one of my very good friends uh, has gone, a touch of Volusia. No, he lives in Volusia oh, County. Oh, okay. He moved from Richmond, so he's not native to that. Okay. But he got a job with NASCAR. Is he the smartest guy in Volusia County? I'm not gonna. I don't want to disparage any of his possible friends, so I'm gonna say maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, Gonzi. Uh, uh, Gonzi lives in Volusia County, and he, he's having a great time there with the young professionals down there. Good job. Yeah. Okay. So, but this is notwithstanding. Okay. So what a happened? Towel, in a towel was placed over the camera, which gave him a clue that something was not right, <laughs> and he immediately called the police, according to the news leader WKMC TV. Yes. When police arrived at the home, they saw a red SUV trying to flee the residence. Authorities say the two suspects told officers they were picking up clothes from the house. Police said the victim told WKMC TV that Irving was donning a bull onesie. Full stop. He was putting on a, a onesie. Bull onesie. So that's not even a good onesie, man. Is, if you're gonna do a onesie, you gotta do something like a penguin, right? Or cat, uh, or what? Cat or, or something. cat or a panda. Or so a bear. My question is, is: Is this a onesie that makes him look like a bull, or a onesie made of bull? That, considering this is Florida, that is a very good question it's to ask. It's not clear, right? Yeah, no, it is not. Clear. I'm gonna go with made of. It's a leather onesie with the fur still on. <laughs> okay, so and the horns. A deputy said there was an air conditioning unit, a vacuum, a television, a heater, a marijuana grinder, and an empty jar of ragu sauce inside the vehicle. That oh, is also oh. that is also known as a Tennessee bot mitzvah. Yes, there you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good time yeah. to me. Deputies found the burning pot of ragu sauce and a washcloth near the stove's burner, which appeared to be an attempt to start a fire, according to uh, Volusia's second news leader WESHT and I want to pause because I did some further research on it it was a, an electric stove like a hot plate yeah well like an electric stove with like elements as opposed to an open flame so yeah. they set the, the towel <laughs> to try to have a fire. in the spaghetti sauce and then like the other end of it on the electric range they didn't open. have a lighter on them everyone in Florida smokes I don't, I don't know well it gets better okay okay quote quote <laughs> He was trying to make it look like I left the stove on, but who gets up at 2 a.m. and fixes Skeddy? Yeah. <laughs> the victim told WKMC TV. Yes, and that's a direct quote. Skeddy. Silva and Irving told officers they knew the victim due to past sexual encounters. <laughs> yep. already said, oh my god, it's a gay love triangle? Yes. Oh my yes. god. Yes. See, gay people can accomplish anything yes. now. Yes, yes. 
Oh god, no, hold on. I'm turning Quote, the page. It started out that as a relationship that lasted about, about a week. week. The victim it's not told, a relationship. <laughs> the victim told WKNCTV, "I've let him use my car for four months. Maybe wow. he's angry about that, or maybe he's angry because I gave him $150 to fix his teeth." <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> Silva and Irving were In a both bowl onesie. Were both charged. Well, they're gay. That explains the onesie. Um, <laughs> were both charged with quote unarmed burglary, grand theft, and arson. Should that be attempted arson? I don't think it's right because they didn't actually achieve it. I don't know if they know this, but spaghetti sauce is mostly water. It doesn't burn. <laughs> oh dear God. This Florida. Is, this is so ridiculous. Yes. This is so. And it's real. God almighty. This thing is just, I, I, I can't even, I can't even. This is so ridiculous. So do you think these guys deserve the quick slap? God, yes. <laughs> and probably everybody else in the county. Just God, the yes. Yes. Or as it's known in Volusia County, Tuesday. Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we're going to get some bull onesies. <laughs> I ain't wearing that shit. <laughs> I would like to see Larry wearing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to get one for Larry. And by virtue of the fact that he's not here, <laughs> he can't stop me from doing it either. No kidding. <laughs> That's what he gets. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, now we're turning up the, uh, the music. So if you're listening to me, you can hear the music. come to the end of the show. So, uh...
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 